You are now listening to the Invest With Dow podcast with your host, Albert Benjamin Dow. You are now listening to the Invest Without podcast with your host, Albert Benjamin Dow. Hey, what's up, guys, and welcome to the Invest Without podcast. I am your host, Albert Benjamin Dow, the minority authority on investing, as always, at the top of the show. Just want to spread some love, some positive vibes to everyone tuning in to the Invest With Our podcast and supporting the Invest With Our brand. I appreciate the love and support and just always want to take a moment to reciprocate that and uh, just express my gratitude to everyone taking time out uh, to listen to the podcast. So thanks again for tuning in. Uh, I hope you're not disappointed. As a matter of fact, I know you won't be disappointed. Great information, a lot of great value in the podcast so uh with that being said we'll go ahead and plug the social media outlets so you guys know where to find me i am on instagram and facebook at invest with al is the handle at invest with al on instagram and facebook i am also on twitter and snapchat those handles are slightly different it is at al the investor at al the investor on twitter and snapchat uh of course the invest with our podcast is on just about every major podcasting platform outside of spotify still working on that uh but all the other ones i'm there you could just type in the invest with our podcast uh in the search bar of that specific platform uh my icon or logo should come up you can go ahead and click on that click that subscribe button you can also click the share button and forward today's podcast or any podcast for that matter to any friend's family loved ones uh that you think would find the information valuable i'm sure they would appreciate it i certainly would appreciate it and uh so yeah you can hit the share button forward it to them also uh the virtual investment center which is a social media community of like-minded individuals like yourself and me uh coming together discussing investing ideas um always great to have more than one set of eyes no judgment zone so regardless of where you are in terms of your skill set or your knowledge of investing so we're talking beginners to experts uh it doesn't matter uh feel free to join the way you can do that and learn more about that is you can click the link in my bio on instagram it'll take you to an explainer video you can also go to investwithout.com click the virtual investment center tab and yeah, click the virtual investment center tab it'll take you to the same explainer video and then there's also more information about the virtual investment center on my uh, yeah on that same page so yeah just click the virtual investment center tab and it will get you to where you need to go so i'm riding home at, for those of you who are just tuning in for the first time, I do the Invest With Our podcast in my car uh, <laughs> because it's just an efficient way to use time. I live in Nashville. I live in the Middle Tennessee area. Um, I I work in Nashville, 
but I live in Middle Tennessee. And so, generally, from where I live in Middle Tennessee to uh, where I work, in the morning, roughly an hour, in the evening, today, it apparently there's an accident uh, on either I-40 or I-24, but it looks to be about an hour, hour and a half <laughs> uh, drive home. So, I got some time for this one. Uh, this is not going to be an hour and a half podcast. I can tell you that. So you'll be able to listen. You'll you'll have time uh, to listen to the podcast, and oh, I should say it would only be about fifteen or twenty minutes at the max. So today I wanted to talk to you guys about opportunity zones. I'm still learning about these opportunity zones, but uh. As part of President President Trump's tax bill, there are certain low-income sectors. Most most of these, or at least 25% of these locations, were uh, what's the word? They were um, designated by the governor of their respective state. So, for example. Uh, Tennessee's governor, Bill Haslam, currently uh, designated these what's called opportunity zones. So I've been looking. Well, let me backtrack. So opportunity zone. Again, going back to uh, Trump's uh, tax bill, basically is going to provide a tax benefit to anyone who starts or invests so it's an individual uh a REIT uh S Corps I think there's uh maybe one or two other designated entities that invest would be considered uh under this or get the tax benefit. So the tax benefit is if you hold your investment for ten years Upon selling the investment, whether it's real estate, whether you start a business. Now, one thing I don't know is like if you're starting a business and just the money that you're making on the operating expense. I don't think that's it. It said capital gains. So capital gains are typically uh, when you cash out. So if you start a business and the money that you're making from the operations of the business are not considered capital gains. But if you start a business build the business sell and then sell the entire business the proceeds you receive from the sale of the business are considered capital gains under this new tax law if you hold it for 10 years there are no capital gains on your proceeds regardless of how much it increases this is my understanding there's still information rolling out about it it's crazy because i haven't heard hardly anybody in any of the circles that i'm in talk about it i don't know for honestly i don't know that many black people know about it not to make it a black or white thing but it's just interesting that i don't know that any of this information is in the african-american community even though most of these tax zones or opportunity zones are in african-american communities um now there's pros and cons to it so I, I was reading about it and 
to an extent it sounds like especially if you live here in middle tennessee and nashville you understand the gentrification is is just bad uh and essentially what's happening is what were historically black communities and were lower income communities um are being quote-unquote revitalized well doing during the revitalization process of course home values are going up that's good for all homeowners but in doing so taxes are going up and so for lower income people taxes are jumping up considerably so it's kind of forcing them to sell their homes now they're walking away with a decent property a profit but they also did not care to sell sell their home to begin with and so the inhabitants of these communities who have been there for decades are essentially being forced to move because they can no longer afford the taxes uh, of their property. This happened in a lot of instances. But these tax zones, and my thing is the way I look at it, this is an opportunity uh, for minority interest groups people who have a really heart for these communities because it's not all black people it's just low income there's some rural areas and i'm gonna speak specifically to tennessee uh based on what i saw uh of, of places that were designated as opportunity zones there's some very rural places that were designated as opportunity zones uh, the 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 first thought obviously any multi-family living uh, fall any real estate essentially falls under it, but uh, again any business there the the tax implications is is trying to deter from like quick flipping uh people coming in and just you know you sell and you buy you flip it and you sell it uh, you can still do that but that doesn't fall under the uh the pro the uh the opportunity zone parameters to my knowledge again i'm still doing research on this i'm probably going to do a part one and part two um and so i'm going to email a few people uh at the tennessee economic development center to see if i can get more information in regards to it exactly when it takes effect uh, but that's huge to not have to pay any taxes i mean huge now there's there's a step process like with from in five years um there's a there's a discounted rate i believe i'm probably speaking about this wrong i'm not gonna say that right now i'm gonna do some more due diligence before i start throwing out numbers but i do know uh there's kind of like a uh and a, a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A brief, not abbreviated, but kind of a step up process going into the tenth year. So within the fifth year, uh, there's you know less taxes paid on capital gains. I think the seventh year there's even less taxes. So you don't you don't have to keep it for ten years. There's no rule that says you have to hold it for ten years. But holding it for ten years at that point, you get the full benefit of the tax uh the no tax on your capital gains so specifically there are certain places here i know for sure in rutherford county and in davidson county uh some specifically for those of you who listen who, who listen to the invest without podcast and live 
in the middle tennessee area i know there's a place off uh there's a a, a, se- a section off of gallatin pike which they're building building a lot of tall and skinny homes again if you're here in tennessee you know what those are and you may have those where you live but essentially there's these almost like tall shotgun style houses uh they're they're narrow they're tall and they're long so you don't have much width to your house uh but again they're just tall and long so you have 25 square 2500 square feet like 1200 going straight back nothing like nothing for the width (laughs) but um that's like the trend now and they seem to be making a bunch of those so apparently they're selling really well and people are opting for tall and skinnies whatever suits you and your family go for it in any event um the places that so if you go to your state government's website or if you google opportunity gone opportunity gones opportunity zones in your specific state it, it'll probably bring up your state's website and then at least in tennessee there was a spreadsheet of all it there was a map uh that showed the locations that were designated as opportunity zones they were filled in in like dark shaded blue and there was also a spreadsheet that you could download and then you could filter the spreadsheet you know based on county and things of that nature uh so i'm from memphis there were shelby county probably had the most on the list um now especially here in middle tennessee where we are bursting out of the seams in terms of people moving to the area not only just in the city of nashville but surrounding areas williamson county franklin murfreesboro smyrna mount juliet all these places around um are just booming and so for anyone listening to this not just in tennessee you certainly want to look at uh if you're interested in getting into real estate this may be a really good opportunity for you to get in and hold a property for a period of time even if it's not the entire 10 years again there's still some abbreviated taxes or less capital gains that you're going to have to pay if uh you buy a property in a opportunity zone as opposed to a property not in an opportunity zone also it is my understanding that you can treat opportunity zones like a 1031 exchange so that's probably a new term for some people i'm going to try to briefly sum it up so the 1031 exchange has some tax implications it basically allows and you you see this in real estate what a 1031 exchange is is when i can roll say i i have rental properties i don't want to pay capital gains or at least i know it shields your taxes to an shield your gains from taxes to an extent i'm not sure if it's all the taxes but essentially if i have a property uh a rental property that i'm selling i'm speaking to a 1031 exchange now if i have a rental property that i'm selling and i want to purchase another rental property instead of taking possession of the cash you do what's called a 1031 exchange 
you sell this house and you roll the money over now you're gonna have to have you know the right accountants and the right team of professionals together to help you with this but you can just google it like it's simple information to understand what it is but in terms of actually executing it you probably want to have a team of you know uh real estate and financial professionals around you to make sure at least you know the first couple of times you do it you do it right i personally not done one before but the first house that i bought in antioch tennessee uh the guy that we bought it from was a local real estate investor and it was a rental house before we bought it and so when we bought it they mentioned the 1031 exchange that he was 1031 exchanging the home and i was like oh that's interesting uh i had heard of it at that time but i didn't know as much about it uh as i do now and there's still parts of it that somewhat vague vague but that's the gist of it so with the new opportunity zones you'll be able to do something a lot similar where you can start a business or own a property in an opportunity zone and sell that property and roll it into another property in an opportunity zone it doesn't have to be in that same designated opportunity zone as long as it's in an opportunity zone then you're able to um, use that benefit in terms of either not paying taxes on the capital gains or whatever the um, tax benefit is for using it you'll be able to do that versus paying you know regular capital gains so um, I did read that that much of it I think this is critical number one because I've, I've not heard many people talk about it outside of wealthy people um, and that's just through articles and commentary that I've read not anyone that I know personally I had a conversation with a friend of mine uh, and he he hadn't heard anything of it and I was like I remember when I saw the article I was like what's the opportunity zone is it something about opportunity zones and you know not paying taxes and I'm like okay well, let me just look and see what this article is about and I read the article and I'm like okay I've never heard of this <laughs> and so that made me you know want to know more about it and the opportunities that actually exist uh, there again there are studies uh, from highly regarded uh, institutions of higher learning about these type of programs so it's not the the first of its kind per se uh, the studies say that these programs uh, overall end up having a negative impact on the community and that's because the jobs they bring in the people who live in the community uh, typically are not qualified for the jobs or, or can't get the job for, for whatever reason and so you have economic activity taking place in the community but essentially the money is just flowing outside of the community people are making money but just not the people who live next door to the establishments or apartment buildings or whatever it is that's being developed and built uh, and that's where my thought or my my mind went in terms of you know someone who actually has a vested interest in the community if these things are being built 
in your community or in communities of people who look like you in african-american communities specifically talking about myself then i'm personally have no desire to take a dump on my people for a financial gain i do want to make money but i don't want to crush or step on anyone in the process of doing so i do realize in some business uh what's the word some business circles or meetings or whatever the case may be you're gonna have to be firm or, or whatever the case is uh to to get to to move the ball across the line and get the job done but i the study reflects in my view people who are simply just investors and not necessarily investing in the community they're investing for a return and you can get a return and deplete or not really have the people in the community's best interest at heart especially if you don't live there or you don't really relate to the people who live there so um if you're in the middle tennessee area i talked about this on my facebook and on my linkedin i was i'm considering and looking at starting uh an investing meetup and that may be the first topic uh more to come on that opportunity zones that's definitely going to be a part two to this podcast i think that's critically important um there's a song with rick ross and i forgot what other rapper called buy back the block if you follow jay morrison on uh instagram this this is the guy that has the tulsa real estate fund he did a a a crowd fund supported predominantly by african-americans he raised about i don't know 13 14 million dollars at last count uh for real estate investing uh but i'm not sure i haven't heard jay mention anything about this opportunity but i think this is a great 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 excuse me great opportunity if you have the capital uh, capital available if you're able to raise the capital uh to invest have a very thorough plan of action and profitability obviously these are businesses you're looking to make money is not charity uh you can make money and help people at the same time um i I think it could be a great opportunity i don't think it's been a great opportunity in the past again because people are investing solely for a return because they have no vested interest in the people in the community and so opportunity zones part one is this podcast there's going to be more to come i was doing just one podcast a week i probably am going to follow up again with another podcast on this one uh well i know i'm going to do a part two but i think i'm going to do or release part two this week hadn't decided that yet but make sure guys go to google type in opportunity zones type in your state and it should pull up a map uh or it should take you to whatever it is.gov so in tennessee is tn.gov it takes you directly to the link where it talks about the opportunity zones at least the tennessee link uh or the website gives you a map an interactive map along with the spreadsheet to be able to see uh which zones were designated uh, and it's based off like U.S. Census information. So these, every single one of these are like low-income areas. 
but that doesn't mean it's not a great place to invest. It's just going in understanding the dynamics of you know the citizens and the Americans who live in those communities. So you can set yourself up and them up uh, for uh, success. So uh, yeah, it's on there. It'll have um, at least the Tennessee one. The spreadsheet had it had Tennessee, it had the county, and then it had what was called the census tract. So I would like highlight that information and put it back in Google because the census tract is a number to identify a community, uh, and it it breaks down the demographics really really well. Uh, I'm talking in detail, like how many people own houses. How many people don't have own houses? The demographics in terms of male, female, children, married, single, uh, ethnicity, uh, median household income. There's a ton of data uh, that you would need if you're starting a business because you don't want to go over to a low com- low income area and open up a high end watch store where you're selling Rolex and Audemars and a- you know APs and all this type of stuff because they that that, that that's not gonna sell over there. <laughs> so uh, again, just understanding your demographic and uh, that information helps with that. Also, I'll let you guys know of any response that I get uh, from local government officials here in regards to that. And uh, yeah, it's really really good information. I think it could be a great opportunity if the right people are taking advantage of it. Uh, on the flip side of it, it could be just more gentrification if you have people who only essentially care about the bottom line and not the people uh, in the community. So, uh, opportunity zones part one, uh, opportunities part, opportunity zones part two coming soon. Until the next episode, peace, love, and blessings, man. Y'all have a great day. I'm out. One.